Begin. When I go eight. <laughs> <laughs> fucking song. That fucking song. I it's know. been in my head all day. That's, that's uh, uh, the So I Married an Ex Murder soundtrack. It's on there. And I would walk 500 <laughs> that miles. That whole soundtrack. And is- I would walk 500 more. Just Welcome to be to the man after who the walks a thousand miles to fall down at your door. Da da do. Scooby did I do. Da da do. I'm tasting blood here. This is not good. I frequently think about the eroticism of robot on robot violence. A gremlin alien that eats its own poop. You are listening to the After the Fact Podcast. Do you not want to have sex with me? Are you not aroused? There was a game where there was one pixel throwing numbers at another pixel. (laughs) I could probably drop a couple hundred hours into that. Classic gaming by geeks just like you. If I were playing it on an original NES, I probably would not have an original NES anymore. Is this a Final Fantasy related anything? Oh, it's 10 out of 10. And now, your hosts, Luke Matthews. That right there is proof that the controls were not good enough because you broke your fucking iPod trying to play it. Andy Padel. Mom, I'm trying to make a video game here. <laughs> Shut up. James Dykes. Welcome to our new segment, Andy Knows Best. Matthew Coyne. It was booty starfish fisticuffs. It was lie down, spread cheeks, prepare for fist, stop crying. And Mike DiPetrillo. Christina cringes every time I open my mouth. <laughs> it's like the Penny Arcade comic where they were like, Oh my god, I can't land anymore. It's gotta be, uh, it's online all the time. I can't dupe and shit like that. And it's like, she has, has the like sidebar thing where it says, has been continuously online since 1998. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like this guy has not been offline. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't. <laughs> Full of shit. Zero honey badgers give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pissed I didn't get that. Uh, there was a comic that came out called Honey Badger comics and on the cover it had the honey badger like in the like the superman first issue thing like ho- like holding up the car and protecting the baby but he was letting the car go because he didn't give a fuck it's <laughs> like it's almost like twilight right there <laughs> man dude just kill the baby well no it's like like whatever we i watched twilight i'm just gonna say that right here we made a I drinking game out of it it was Every time, oh, we got, oh, we every time she sighs, or every time she sighs and tries to act, yeah, we take a drink. <laughs> Needless I to mean, say, uh, Anne will not uh, be on trade secrets next week. <laughs> as she is in a coma. Yeah, like, uh, did we you just get out blitz. of the ER? Cause no, like those. We had a bunch of other ones that were silly too. But when those a random were, member we of the group blitzed. has their stomach pumped. Take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Any, but. Uh, you know, like he like saves her from a from a car in the in parking, the parking lot, lot, going a yeah, million yeah. miles an hour. He's just like, man, whatever. You know, she just gets like squished like a like a Belgian <laughs> waffle out. between two cars. Story would be so much better. <laughs> the story would be so much better. You're a vacant bitch. I don't care. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Welcome everybody to episode fifty five of the After the Fact podcast. I am Luke Matthews, and I am joined today by a humongous fucking crew. It's a five cast. Andy Bedell. Hey. James Dykes. Uh, I I had your fucking Twitter uh, handle, and I'm like, your last name is not FNX. (laughs) 
Like <laughs> James Dykes. Yeah. Matt Coyne. Guten Tag, Webernet. Welcome back. He does exist. Nice to see you actually showing up. Yeah, He's actually in our castle this time. I know. Yeah. He may be in your castle. And Micah Trod. <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> uh, on this particular episode of the After the Fact podcast, we are going to be discussing Kid Icarus uh, in all of its in all of its Icarian glory. Um, Icacular? Uh <laughs> There isn't a whole lot of like release information about this game, so we'll we'll make this fast. It was released in '86 on the NES. It was published by Nintendo. It's available on NES VC, and it's now available as a 3D classic on the um, on the 3DS. 3DS. Uh, you had you had to pre-order, I think. You had to um, pre-order. Okay, so it's weird. Uh, I it was originally a thing that you'd get as a bonus if you pre-ordered Kid Icarus Uprising. Uh-huh. Then uh, for a bit after that. It was sold only at GameStop. <laughs> then they realized nobody shops at GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a pre-order bonus for uh, <laughs> Kid Icarus Uprising. Um, you looked at me like you wanted to punch me in the face. <laughs> uh, but the, the most importantly, you can get it on VC because that's where that's where we mostly got it, I think, and yeah. that's where most people would probably get it. Um, I bought mine from GameStop. As... <laughs> 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 fucking retarded. <laughs> uh, we, uh, Blarg, I'm going to say uh, a lot. And, uh, uh, we'll move on by talking about what we're all playing. I have not played a video game since before Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, I just, like, have had so much other shit to do. Like, the last week, I have posted nine Trade Secrets podcasts. Right. Woo! Uh, two full episodes, seven interviews, just one a day every day for the last so the most exciting thing that i've done in the last week two two weeks is we went and saw the raid redemption and if you like martial arts movies everybody in the world should go see that movie because it's fucking awesome better than angabak uh yeah yeah Sweet. i i actually i was actually not a big fan of angabak i, I really? didn't i thought it was okay me on this, face violence extraordinary this movie yes. this movie uh, one, it, it actually has a real story and decent acting, for one. Two, okay. it's got some of the best fight scenes I've ever seen put on film, hands down. And the last third of the movie, for, I swear to God, 40 minutes straight, is just, just fight scenes. Nice. Uh, no, not titties. I was, I was it's really just, hoping it was just like... No, there's, there's no titties in this movie, because it's just people killing each other. So I can get behind that. Sure. I'm, Have you heard I'm the tagline for the movie? No. <laughs> One ruthless warlord, 20 elite cops, 30 stories of chaos. <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie, I got a little bit of wood. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's great. So what have you been playing, Andy? So speaking of things you can only buy at GameStop, mm. Xenoblade. It's phenomenal. Wow, you are... I, I'm like okay. Dead I, I right now. so so anything with Xeno. I started playing. What did I play? Xenogears, the original one. There can be a maybe could have been the original. I don't know, but I got like sixty hours into it. I was like, when is the plot gonna start? This is like <laughs> Final, Final Fantasy fourteen. Like Jesus Christ. Like nothing's happening. Which yet. one is it that you get twelve hours in and you've played about half an hour of game and the rest is movie? Oh, that's Final <laughs> Fantasy thirteen, thirteen, <laughs> Final Fantasy. 10. No, it was a Zeno. Which one? I, was, I can't even keep was track. Was it Xenosaga? It's Saga. Yeah, Xenosaga. Yeah. yeah. 
Wait, wait, was that the one that There's they a were lot all of named after the Nietzsche books? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> anyway, not to hijack you. Yeah, whatever. Is it the uh, same thing? Like, no, it's it's great. It's like there are a couple of cutscenes. They're really well done. I was kind of surprised. I expected you know standard JRPG cutscenes, and they're just mind blowingly good. The character development is excellent. Um, it's not you can grind to a certain extent. There's a lot of collection elements that you can do, but you don't have to. There's a, a bunch of quests in the first town, and I haven't left the first town really yet because I keep on finding new people who give me more quests, and I complete those quests, which leads <laughs> to more quests. But it's it's not like I don't feel like I'm killing the same stuff over and over again. Do you feel like you're playing in a JRPG or an MMO? Almost an MMO. I've That's heard. Improvement. See, I've heard though that that Xeno Gears is is pretty solidly JRPG in 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 a good way. Um, I mean, I haven't clearly haven't played it, it and I'm not an RPG Xeno JRPG Gears fan. Or sorry, Xeno Xenoblade. Xenoblade. Okay. Um, I, it's it has a lot of the tropes from JRPGs, but it is as solid as I've ever seen a JRPG, and I'm using air quotes to sort of <laughs> define that solid. Um. The combat's really good. Uh, the storyline is interesting. Like, the whole thing takes place on the back of these two giant... Like, the entire world is a planet that was, an, I guess, an ocean that had two giant monsters on it that killed each other. <laughs> oh, that, that oh. Already asleep. That was, already asleep. That was not me. And, that was and, Luke. That was and, so which, Luke. and which monster is your father? <laughs> No, that's Final Fantasy game. Sorry. Wrong See canon. the turtle of enormous girth. In the beginning, there was Yggdrasil and Bob. <laughs> Why you gotta hate? At least I'm, I'm not... See, this is, this is what I bring. I bring new video games as opposed to... I've been playing Outlands for the past six months. Yeah, well... When I wasn't playing Outlands, I, I went and saw a movie. I'm writing... <laughs> Oh, are we gonna get? What's wrong with writing? That's not what yeah. this podcast is about, dude. Yeah. Literacy is for virgins. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, screw you, <laughs> Johnny. You could either read a book or get up in them guts. What do you prefer? <laughs> <laughs> Can I read a book about getting up in them guts? No. <laughs> Can I have some scotch? <laughs> <laughs> I know what she's ugly. Just do it. <laughs> what about you, James? What are you playing? Uh, well, is it May fifteenth? <coughs> no. Nope. Oh, then I'm not playing anything really important because <laughs> Double Three isn't out yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I picked up the the Mega Man X collection uh, after the we did the Mega Man X podcast, and I've been playing through some of those games. Yes, they're all pretty freaking good. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily that collection ends before X7s, yeah. uh, so you don't have to deal with that. I can't wait until this podcast goes in like a four-month hiatus after <laughs> May 15th. <laughs> Indubitably. Either that or we'll just, have we'll just cut this section just out. mic up the computers as <laughs> everybody's sitting here with laptops Our guest on landing. the After the Fact podcast, uh. Deckard Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Tristram. <laughs> what are you playing, Andy? Diablo three, like right now. <laughs> click, click, yeah. Well, so welcome to episode blah, blah blah the After Effect podcast. Stay a while and listen. <laughs> Stay a while. Stay forever. <laughs> and I just dated myself. Yes. What about you, Matt? What are you playing? I've been trying 
uh, in vain to play Old Republic when I'm not either working or the the dynamic of or skipping out on the podcast or skipping out on the yeah, podcast. Okay. Yes, because um, I know that's hard work. That is hard work, actually. Well, the problem is I get home late at night, and I'm not going to say anything about the game because if you don't know, fuck you. Um, <laughs> but I'm I try to get, I get home. It's about maybe eleven thirty midnight, and I'm just like, hey, honey, because we both have a character, and she wants to see the game being played, and I'm like, all right. I get home, we are, I get maybe 10 minutes into it, and she is back behind me, just... <laughs> she's out, <laughs> right? So I get, like, five minutes in, I get to one dialogue sequence, I choose one option, and I turn around, she's unconscious, I have to log out. Because <laughs> if I don't, she wakes up the next time, like, what happened? You played, like, three hours ahead. We've been on the same conversation for 14 days. <laughs> Stay awake. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's been my that's been my existence. Awesome. Yes. What are you, Megatron? What are you playing? Uh, you know, funny. Uh, I went to PAX East in Boston. Went to the Bastas and uh, drank the fuck out of my liver. Uh, I'm still recovering uh, after that brutal abuse. How did you get the fuck I, into your liver? <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so I haven't Andy actually played that many guts. games <laughs> because I wasn't. The, let me tell you, there's a, a fuck ton of people at PAX East. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the numbers were seventy six thousand people. So it was bigger on, than PAX. Oh, Prime? yes. Okay. The convention center. Not by much. Not by much. This last year's PAX PAX Prime last 65. year was seventy three. Oh, yeah, seventy three. Uh, so yeah, but but still, PAX that's, East last year was seventy around seventy three. Which yeah, means, uh, it's it, PAX PAX East has steadily. If barely, but steadily beat PAX Prime every year. And PAX Prime, of course, like beats the year before. So the, both of them just keep getting bigger. Right. But so. isn't PAX East in a bigger space, too, or has more You could probably space? fit PAX Prime into PAX East's convention center. Wow. It's yeah. that big. Wow. Um, and the cool thing is nothing spread out because it's this, this enormous thing. It's like this monstrosity. It's like, uh, like, yeah. The cool <clears throat> thing is none of the gaming areas are split up, it's all like quadrants. Oh, cool. And the the main convention hall area for game display is kind of just a quarter of it, and it's way bigger than PAX Prime, <laughs> which is crazy. And then they had just had an empty corner for queues, so people just wait forever to get in. Yeah, wow. and uh, it was it was awesome. I went to the World of Tanks uh, one year anniversary party, and it was an open bar and drank forever. How was Chinatown? I did not go to Chinatown. I I heard that is for next year. I was told by many people that Chinatown in Boston, 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 Boston is uh, crazy. So off the hook. Uh, My picks for the show uh, were probably Borderlands Two, and Borderlands Two looks Looks super awesome. It's so good, and they they announced a new class for it. A necromancer, and they're slowly leaking information. They're like, "Well, you know, we're releasing in September." There's necromancer, necro, something like that. It's a mechanical, like yeah, like nice. And well, they're like, "Well, we have some time, and development's still going, so we're just going to do a day one patch for more content for you." It's not. We're not going to charge you. We're just going to be like, "Here, here's awesome stuff." Um, So I applaud that. Um, The the line for playing it was pretty much. 
Oh, yeah, the, li- the, line, the line for it at, at PAX Prime was so absurd that it was not worthwhile. And I went up to the, one of the developer guys at the very end of the day when they had cut off the line. My, my friend was trying to sweet talk him because she's, you know, got a pair of tits. And, <laughs> you know, trying to get in. And I was like, this is not working. This guy has no balls. But we, we asked him a bunch of questions. And we were like, hey, is this really that much different than Borderlands 1? Would I be playing a, a significantly different game if I waited for three hours in line and he was like no but it's a lot better you know like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's we're not it, we're 98.6 not percent more wub wub yeah <laughs> like, a fuck soundtrack ton of, by skrillex yeah, yeah. what in a fuck ton more guns and more of better they're not reinventing the wheel by any means they don't just, need to <clears throat> yeah. first, no the first awesome. game was awesome and it was you, you had a, a gajillion different options and yeah. It was a loot game, and it was fucking spectacular, so... I can't wait till, like, I don't know, 15 years from now, when we're like, Borderlands 17 came out. It's just a couple changes. There's another class. <laughs> I'll pay, like, here's another $60 for it. Yeah. Yeah. The Borderlands 2015 is just like Borderlands 2014. <laughs> Except the load-in screen they looks updated. like fucking Street Fighter now. <laughs> <with all laughs> they updated the rosters. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Well, it looks like they've improved the the classes to be a, just a whole lot more fun. Day one purchase. Oh, absolutely. Day, oh, absolutely. Day one purchase. I'm on that like stink on shit, man. That uh, game. Fuck yes. Yeah, I'm all for that. Speaking of games that are awesome that weren't at PAX, Diablo three. I was just thinking about it. That was. Uh, <laughs> it was not at PAX. Whoa. It was not Bl- at PAX. Blizzard does their own thing, man. Well, they didn't do BlizzCon this year, but. Everybody knows what the fuck it is because beta beta is everywhere. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. Missa Pandaria anyway, so. has beta going, and Diablo has been in beta forever. They have nothing new to announce, and they don't need to spend a scrillion dollars for a booth. That's a way over the yeah. top. Um, I mean, because they charge a ton for those booths. But I think about it. It may uh, Diablo three may be the only game I need to buy for the next twelve years. <laughs> Sixty dollars <laughs> for. 10 years of entertainment. Exactly. That's $10 a year, guys. <laughs> that is awesome. That's kind of what Skyrim's turning out to be. Yeah, infinite content. That's Have you heard of a little game a called Disgaea? Or Disgaea 2 or Disgaea 3? No, Disgaea that's for four. That losers. is purely a you thing, sir. Losers and virgins. <laughs> All right, for the last two weeks-ish, uh, we've been playing uh, Kid Icarus, uh, as I said before, released in 1986 <laughs> Released in 1986 on the NES, published by Nintendo. Uh, there was a Game Boy game about a year and a half after, and then it was never heard from again. Um, it's funny that you hum that, because that's the only thing I heard in the three hours or so I got to play before. <laughs> after, I got, after I got noticed that I, to, to come on here earlier this week, because I never got out of World 1. Yeah. What? I never got out of World 1 either, sir. I mean, so now if Patrick was here, it'd be like, I beat the game. Yeah. <laughs> my balls are so big. Yeah, so I, beat, I beat the game by setting the controller down and slapping it with my cock. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what the fuck did you guys do? Um, this is how you beat Kid Icarus. It's done. <laughs> right. It's notoriously hard. Uh, for me, it was really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. However... Here's what's weird. Like, I got to the I got to the fortress in World One, mm-hmm. the end, um, and the best way that I found to play this game 
is to speed run it. Like, avoid shit. Yeah. And just speed run the shit out of it. Like, the the more you stand around and try and kill things, the worse off you are. It's very much Castlevania-esque in that way. Don't... I don't, I don't think so. Object. Don't just look at I'm, me crazy. I'm sorry. Object and I'm, start discussion. I'm speechless here because that is the exact opposite way of the way that you want to play. Because if you take your time and methodically work your way through it, it's pretty easy. And I did get farther than you. So. There is there is also this uh, this thing to factor in that you have an incredible sell, uh, uh, sense of dexterity when it comes to video games. Luke <laughs> is Fair not enough. retarded. <laughs> Some would mistake him as such from first glance. There's, however, or possibly but, but, a troll. Re- but let's say that Luke replaces talent with audacity and temerity <laughs> to sit there and just put it on easy and just. I'm completely useless without master on my shoulders. Yes. Just, that's the way <laughs> like, things work. Like, Don't let him play the game. He has the mind of a child. <laughs> Fuck, died. Fuck, died. Fuck, got that. Game genie. The, the game itself, though, discourages you from doing the speedrun thing because the more creatures you kill, the more experience you get, the more life you get. But, but when you can avoid everything, you don't need it. That's the, that's the thing. So I played, okay, I played deep into the game not by actually getting there, but by using passwords. Sure. So I legitimately, I got to the fortress in the first world by myself um, and didn't quite make it to the boss. Mm-hmm. Um, I used a code to get to the, the world after that. Speed ran all the way to the fortress on, on that one without barely touching an enemy. Uh, didn't get to the boss in, in that either. And then used a code for World 3. And World 3 is strikingly easy compared to World 1. Yes. Like, just mind-numbingly easy compared to World 1. The worlds get easier as you go through the game, yeah. but the dungeons but get harder. But the fortresses mm-hmm. are just yeah. become increasingly impossible. Yeah, and, and the thing is is that you might need you might need that power to beat the bosses and the fortresses, but mm. it doesn't really it doesn't really give you incentive in the middle of playing the game to collect that shit because you don't need it. Yeah. You right? You I can run through the entirety of worlds one one through one three and get hit twice. Yeah. Without with kill by and killing maybe maybe a max of 10 enemies in that entire run. Sure. I can make it through most of the fortress without really killing any enemies. And, I, and then, you know, and then eventually you get to one of those rooms where it's just like you get hit once and then you're like fucked and you can't get to the exit and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but it's it's this weird, it's this weird thing where you, you kind of need to grind in the beginning to get enough power to make it through the fortress and kill the boss. But there isn't anything that tells you that there isn't there isn't anything that would encourage you to do that until you've already gone yeah. through levels Ex- one through exactly. and then got to the fortress and then went oh shit, you know, I don't know. Fortunately, there's a couple places in in those levels where there's Mega Man esque uh, grind points. Hang out, yeah. Clear the room. Go back. Clear the room. Go back. Clear the yeah. room. Yeah. Hang out in a hot spring for thirty seconds. Repeat. <laughs> oh, you've got ten bajillion zillion points. Yeah, you have a full health bar. I- yeah. Congratulations. I think my nostalgia right. for this series is uh, the game I'm more familiar with is the Game Boy game that came out a year later. Mm-hmm. which uh, Of uh, Myths and Monsters. Of Myths and Monsters, which fixed two, two uh, some might say, features, problems, etc. Um, one is you don't die by scrolling the screen up too far and then falling back down. It actually scrolls yes. back down in the vertical worlds. Yeah, that is fucking <laughs> brutal yeah. in this I, game. It's I really, so bad. I really love You know what... Like, 
this game is just does not give you uh, just not give you kid gloves at all. You get into the first world, it's like ten, and it's like- and one one. There's you get up there, and then there's pillar, uh, pillar jumps. <laughs> yeah, you have to make while dodging enemies, and then you get into one two, and there's ice platforms. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> nobody likes ice levels. <laughs> oh no, no, it's except Micotron. maybe Micotron. I don't know, and, and even better, it wasn't super icy. <laughs> It, sort of diet caffeine It wasn't free the icy. most icy, whereas Donkey Kong okay. is icy normally sure. without <laughs> the ice but because the controls suck ass balls. The, the controls in this game And are- then when you get to the ice level, you're, you're like, oh, this is really icy. That's like saying, yeah, I got my feet chopped off by a chainsaw, but that's not as bad as when I got raped by the dinosaur. <laughs> I, the controls in this game aren't great either. No, I mean they're they're sluggish. they're okay. Uh, yeah, the the controls are interesting. Like, uh, it, the problem that I had, like the jumping, takes a little getting used to because it's really floaty. Yes. Yeah. Um, the problem that I had is that landing is inconsistent. Yes. yes. Like sometimes you fucking land and stick, and other times you land and you slide a little bit. And sometimes you land and duck and slide all over the fucking place. Yeah. Sometimes you land and duck and slide and then slide off to your doom, even though you know there's a platform two inches below where the screen was, a la Castlevania. Like, um, there's no consistency at all in how you have to control your character when you land. And that's made even worse by ice levels, because then all of a sudden you, you throw in purposeful inconsistency with the not purposeful inconsistency. Right. And my my other favorite feature is that ducking is a fairly important part of this game to avoid shots. Some and platforms you just fall through when you duck. Yeah. That's really that's to real your nice. doom. To your doom. What about you, Mike What are your experiences with the game so far? What do you think? This game seems super, super classic to me. It just has that very classic Nintendo feel to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um from the music, even from the controls. I mean it's old as shit. <laughs> it is an old ass game, is and it, it feels it that way man? just from the what? animation and the sounds and all all of the things put together. Well, it just 20, feels good to play. The Japanese version is twenty five years now. Yeah, yeah next year this one will be twenty five. So. Super old, and it has that. Again, it has that feeling to it. Um, I didn't get very far because it's it's hard. Um, yeah. And I didn't really understand the XP thing um, or the heart or the purpose of the hearts. Um, it wasn't evident evident in that way, and it makes sense because in those days you really depended on the uh, game guide yeah. that you got with it. Yeah. With it, hearts. and those days are gone. Um, we're we're spoiled handheld. because yeah, yeah. we can get you know, the things are included. Right. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind newer games having in-game instructions, like not not and not even necessarily like um, a, a manual that can be accessed off of the disc type thing. But I don't I don't mind games where I can go to a menu and it takes me to instructions on how to do stuff. That's fine. I don't like games that that um, I don't like games that have a super long and annoyingly detailed tutorial. Like especially games Black that have forced tutorials that Skyward you can't. Sword. Yeah, Black that you have to play through the tutorial or you. Final Fantasy Thirteen. Like, yeah, the first half of the game hours. is the tutorial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Well, I'm sorry. Black the first white. 90% of the game is the tutorial. <laughs> and then they're like, welcome to the game. The end's right over there. Earlier in the podcast, I said Final Fantasy XIV. I actually meant Final Fantasy XIII. Yeah. That's I, how out of the loop I am with Final <laughs> Fantasy games. <laughs> Fuck you, Square. I'm thinking about playing Final Fantasy XIV again. Oh. I mean, uh, so like, like a game that I think toes the line doesn't quite do it right but could and could do better is are the uncharted games where they they have an actual it's an actual tutorial it's like the first level it's technically a level and they're delivering a little bit of story but then they're like you get to a spot and the game freezes and it's like press x to jump or press triangle to grab this ledge or blah 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 and i i almost wish that it didn't that that it didn't tell you that it didn't stop and tell you that it just like threw throw you in there and go this game follows most of the tropes of video games go play and learn and fuck mm-hmm. around because i think uncharted of, of of many games is one of the ones that could do that fairly easily because yeah, it does follow uh, a lot of the tropes you know warhammer 40k actually has an amazing tutorial and it's sort of interspliced throughout most of the first level and a couple of key points later on. You talking and about Space Marine? Or yeah. Okay. Because whenever you do the correct thing that you're supposed to do, you're rewarded with ungodly amounts of violence. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mean like you, you know, you chainsaw someone in half. Like you pick someone up and then beat someone else with their buddy. <laughs> and then when you know there's one bloody mass on the floor, the other person's like crawling away. Like the you know the orc is like dragging himself off with one arm. You run up, kick him in the junk, and then step on his face until (laughs) it's turned into exploding piles of goo. But it's most prevalent when you get the jetpack because you can do a dive bomb and there's like 80 dudes and it's like dive bomb those guys and you're like Okay, let's see what happens. And there's just limbs and gore. <laughs> it's like a Jackson Pollock painting. Man. <laughs> like the walls are coated in this weird thing. It's like I can see through time. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's hold down left two, right two, and rapidly press triangle to masturbate on this mountain of gore. <laughs> well, and that's and that's the thing with this game that that um, I, I think one game that, that does the the tutorial thing right. Uh, Batman Arkham Asylum. Yes. Like, Arkham Asylum did pretty good like, with it. You, yes. It's like, you could do this cool thing and here's how to do it, or you can just jam in and kill things. Yeah. And we don't care. And we don't care, right? It's not one of those things where it's like... Oh, um, you didn't do this move correctly. Start look, over. Look to the left. <laughs> look, 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 look. What? I'm looking to the left. I'm looking, oh, there's the angle I needed. And then it's like, bing! Look to the right. <laughs> hey, Luke, there's a guy above you. There's a guy above you. There's a guy below <laughs> yeah, you. Right? <laughs> Skyward Sword is the opposite. It's use your dumb fuck cloak to jump out of this tower over and over and over again. You can't do it because the camera angle can't be adjusted because we think you're too stupid to control the the camera. (laughs) And meanwhile, you're like, man, I got it in this giant bird and I'm going to fly over to that island. It looks really cool. Why is the camera angle changing? I can't see the island anymore. Oh, wait. It's an invisible net that I can't go through. Yeah. Thank you, Nintendo. And then it gives you a cutscene where some blue sh- fucking backwards talking Japanese space fairy <laughs> talks at you for like eighty minutes, and you're like, "I am actually screaming hey. at the screen hey. now. Hey. I am. I'm hey. livid. Hey. I have never been hey. angrier at it." Listen, hey, hey. I actually hey. said. Hey. I said, for, hey. I said, for fuck's sake, just give me the fucking fairy back. Like, hey, listen, hey, hey. fuck, <laughs> just give me that that little shit back. I want it. It's way better than whatever this thing that just keeps coming out of my sword. Like, I just want to throw the sword off the island. Just go away. Hey, 
Don't ever want to hey. see. Anyway, Listen. game that does good tutorial Diablo three. Yeah, it doesn't give you anything. It's like here, this button. It's the only button. Kill some zombies. Yeah. All right, we're gonna give you another button. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. There is no tutorial. It's like, and the exposition is. Someone's like, oh, we need to go rescue Deckard King because he's an old shit. I uh, I don't think that I don't think that Skyward Sword doesn't allow you to control the camera because Nintendo thinks you're too stupid to. I think it just they don't have the fucking controller to do it. There's like, uh, we, what yeah. you know, the developers like. I would like to be able to rotate the camera with what? Fuck, I don't have a second analog stick. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's me insert the classic did. controller Mike just and, and Mike just made the the movement Bolo. like he was trying to lasso, lasso. a fucking bull <laughs> so what you do is you take the second controller and you wedge it in your butt crack <laughs> we uh, got really off topic yeah, by the way. I want you to take the Wii remote and the nunchuck and I want you to watch uh, Into the Dragon and I want you to uh, emulate Bruce Lee for a few minutes that's how you rotate the camera in the so wait, 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 wait. Enter, Jabbar goes no, no, the screen. Enter the Dragon or uh, oh my god Last Dragon because emulating Bruce Leroy <laughs> would be so much better you get like the glowy Show hands enough. and Buster Rhymes walks into your room and he's like am I the meanest <laughs> what I wanted to get to with this was back in the day because mm-hmm. we can say that here on this podcast. Oh, uh, it was expected that you read the manual. Yeah. yeah. And it, it that that expectation is way gone, yeah, right? Absolutely. You got the manual. Oh, this is sweet. Unless. Zelda looks like a real pedophile in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, everybody remembers that. Yeah, yeah, it's a pedophile picture with the <laughs> Zelda and the links and this shit like that. Yeah. Here's a, well, my experience with, with this game was different because I bought this game. Remember back when I was a few podcasts ago and I was talking about flea markets and yeah. about how adventure if it was, was one a that you were on. Market. It was a long fucking time ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was talking about last year, but <laughs> the Super um, NES it just came out. <laughs> <laughs> this was called Current Affairs. <laughs> Welcome um, to the After the Fact podcast. This is me and my Discman. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So i Guys, I bought this at a. I bought this at a. thing ever. <laughs> it is. I bought this at a, a flea market, and there was no instruction book with it at all. So I pick it. I I put it in. I play it. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. And it was. It, it's one thing when you are picking something up and playing it, and it's and it's and it's Castlevania, right? I mean, it, you, it's hard, but it's not impossibly hard. There's an obvious, you know, what do you do? And you can you can kind of pick it up and learn it over time, and you, you feel like you're getting better and better and better at it. This one, it, it no, no. The only, th- the only measurement in this one when it comes to difficulty is how many inches Mistress is putting her fist up your ass. <laughs> That's it. Would you like it at six or at eight? And how deeply do you want me to stir your it really, pool? It really... <laughs> It really does. Like the f- the first level in this game is just like uh, if you're used to other Nintendo games, it is it is a humongous departure, which is something yes. that was, which is what caught me off guard because um, the floaty jumping and the and the weird landing made the in already insanely hard platforming that it makes you do like right off the bat. Uh, 
even worse. And Do you just not like remember Ice Climbers? <clears throat> oh, I remember Ice Climbers, and Ice Climbers was a piece of shit. What? But Ice Climbers was a piece ice of shit. Ice Climbers is br- It's gold. Duh. It's gold. Isn't it a game that's all ice levels? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this was. I don't give a shit. Yeah. This I was know. the game that made Pat say, "Grab that zucchini, grab it." <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that because I wasn't on the <laughs> yeah. Ice Climbers podcast, unfortunately. But it was a short. It was one of the shorts. Can yeah. we get Pat on the show to say grab my zucchini? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd really like that. Yeah. Maybe maybe I can call him and be like, Pat, we really want you back on the <laughs> podcast because I need you to, to say things about your balls. <laughs> I Give really, us the really, Pat Manning mushroom I, stamp of approval. <laughs> Patrick Manning, I miss uh, hearing you say how good you are at video games. <laughs> <laughs> and I cry myself to sleep at night. I miss, I, I miss the salty him. goodness of your groinal spheres, Seriously, sir. I miss watching him go nut knuckle in here on us. <laughs> it's a shame. And we talk miss, really we close to the mic. I'm Pat Manning. <laughs> Progress, what's going on here? Guys, I have a really important point to make, so I'm going to talk inside of the mic. <laughs> and that is Ugh. pretty much all I have to say about that. Um, I need some coffee. I'm tr- and that's the thing is I'm trying, I'm trying really hard to decide whether or not the game, um, whether the game is hard... I mean, it's definitely hard by design. Yeah, they throw Absolutely. they throw enemies at you that sort of have patterns, but don't really have patterns. Uh, Goddamn eyeballs! Yeah, the eyeballs have a pattern. <clears throat> Not really. No, really, but, they do. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, sometimes they spawn in the same place. Sometimes they don't. And sometimes enemies will spawn based on like how fast you're moving through a level, uh, and so. It's but but part of it I feel like part of it is difficulty v- because of control strangeness um, where I feel like I got used to the controls especially when you when when you're playing it like I was where you're speed running levels yeah you get used to the controls because everything becomes a rhythm game at that point you're just like okay I need to jump 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 fire jump 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 fire you know and and but when I tried to slow down and play it with any kind of accuracy, I the controls just fucked me for it. And See, like <clears throat> I guess the, the Especially especially sorry, I just want to finish this before you continue. Especially jumping and trying to shoot something in the air. Oh, I I noticed something really cool when I first started playing this game. Hold on just a second, Andy finish. <laughs> <laughs> so Playing it the exact opposite he's, way. That he's you gonna did. get blue balls if you don't let him finish. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, I'm gonna let you finish, but <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. Um, but playing it the exact opposite way, where you just you know you're inching your way forward or up, as the case may be, depending on the stage layout. It's a very distinct pattern, and it's I mean you can cheat the game like um, in World I think two two where you have the guys who steal your power ups. Yes. Um, if you just slowly move forward, they'll just jump to their deaths. Hmm. Okay. It works brilliantly. You get power ups in this game. Yeah, there's the fire <laughs> news to me, right? Like, so you can increase the range of your arrows. You can do more damage. You have a fireball yep. that encircles your arrow. 
Um, but the, but it discour- the game actively discourages you from going indoors because what? the first couple of times you go indoors, you you get put into a fucking meat grinder. Yeah, and, and <clears throat> that's not a good thing. That is not a. It's a challenge. <laughs> do, do, do. Going in the store, do, do. fucking noses. The f- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first door. Wait, no, the first what door has the, nothing in it, right? No, first door has first, nothing in it. Okay, yes. the second door, you get <laughs> fucked. Yeah, the second yeah. door is filled with noses, and that's what I'm talking about. You get actively discouraged from going into doors right from the start of the game. The first time you go in a door, you you like like I did. I I went in the door and I ran around for a little bit and I jumped and I tried to shoot shit and nothing happened. And then I left and it locked the door on me and I'm like, "Well, that was fucking stupid." And then the next door I go into, it's like, "Huh, this room isn't it." <laughs> Jesus! And I got my ass handed to me. And then from that point forward, I'm like, fuck doors. Now that I think this is about not worth fuck that. You can I leave those rooms pretty you, easily. When you yeah, finish true. the game, you get a password to start a new game over, and there is something in that first yeah, door. Yeah, it's a, it's a power up room. It's a power yeah. room. Okay. Uh, the third door for me was a room that a guy was selling something in that I couldn't purchase couldn't anything for. Yep, right. Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess doors are not that great. And then I went and tried to kill a Reaper. Uh, you can't Oops. kill the Reaper. You, you can, can kill actually. the Reapers. You can. Yes, you absolutely yeah. can. Mm-hmm. Well, I shot him like 50 times. You have to shoot him when he's not crazy and when his back's turned to you. Yeah. Okay. Well. Which happens I'm about sure once that was in 46 the, hours. I'm sure that was in the manual. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, but again, it's one of those where it, that's really about the difficulty because you walk into the second room. And it's like you're kicking down the door of a Higgins boat onto Omaha Beach armed with only a fucking fun noodle. <laughs> Whereas Andy walks into the it, Andy walks into a school bus of fucking five year olds with two Uzis like, All of you bitches have gold in your tummies. <laughs> <laughs> Adorable. You're too deep. Everything dies now. Wow. Yeah, I, I I just had fourteen rock stars, and I am ready to do this shit. I can see through time. <laughs> see, and I think I can see through walls, and you're all gonna die. I think that was I think that was the problem for me with the design of this game was that um, it it has nuances that it wants you to see, but it discourages you from in- engaging in them. Yes, like. I was I was encouraged by speedrunning. I know that you you say that you can just you know methodically go through the level and like grind the shit out of it, but that's how murder, you play games. Murder everything. Yeah, that's how you play games, right? You you like grindy shit. You like grinding. You grind. I am I like, like to grind. I'm like I, I get into the game and I think to myself, what what is the what is the purpose? What am I trying to do? Yeah. And to the best of my knowledge, the best I could figure out once I passed level one one is get from point A to point B. That's the purpose. That's what I'm trying to do. So after after going into a door that had nothing, a door that kicked my ass, and a door that had shit I couldn't buy, uh, collecting hearts that I couldn't figure out what they were fucking used for, and realizing that if I, wa- if I ran fast enough through the level, a good two-thirds of the enemies never spawn, and I can just fucking you know, head rush it, that's what I did. And that's, and, and that's I think that's what I... At least from my play perspective, that's what I considered the biggest flaw in the game is that it's it's telling me to play the game in a way that does not jive with what they want me to do when I'm playing the game. You know. Meanwhile, like like so, I hadn't played the game in quite some time, and like I got there and the snakes fall down. I'm like, 
man, I can kill these snakes and get hearts to buy shit. It's going to be phenomenal. So I sat there and waited till the snakes stopped falling. I had like a hundred and some hearts at the beginning of the level. Sure, but there's um, for someone. Okay, so for the per, from the perspective of someone who doesn't know anything about this game, like I had played this game when I was a kid, but not a lot. And and I didn't, you know, I never passed. I never passed the first fortress when I played it as a kid because I was like, it's fucking hard, um, and I suck at video games. But from like, if somebody were to go into this game blind, you wouldn't hearts buy shit. How would you ever know that? How when what video game does that make sense? Right. Well, when you get to that third door and they have hearts and numbers underneath, and you can't grab any of the stuff the first time you play, you make an association. Fair. Here's a question that's going to make me look like a dumb shit. Okay. Shoot. Can you fly in this game? Yes. Yes. At the end of the game. At the end of the, the game. very last level after you get the three treasures. Why can't I fly at the beginning of the game? So if you buy the feather, um, you it actually do get a flying power up that's temporary. It's not a flying power up. It's a it's it's a it's a it's a one shot save you from death. But you can you can that's still really fly, all it is. But you can still fly because if you tap the jump button, you fly. Uh, fair. Okay. But it's. It, it doesn't act. It's like it's not like a flying thing that you can do. No, it's not like a permanent thing. Because platformers would be lame if you could fly. Uh, yeah. Hence, why there's entire levels in Super Mario World you just fucking ignore. You're just like, fuck it, mm, fly. I don't it's feel like skip. doing this boat level. <clears throat> Pee wing yeah, check. Which yeah. is kind of funny because, uh, like, okay, the name of the game is Kid Icarus. The it's it's a game with a Greek kind of mythology mm-hmm. facade to it. The whole story of Icarus was that he made wings of wax and he flew up into the sun and they melted and he fell to his death. Now, they got the fell to his death part spot on. (laughs) They fucking nailed that shit. (laughs) However, the flying part, they... (sighs) What's the biblical term? Fucked. (laughs) (laughs) They just did not get that part right. And they knew it. They knew. They, yes, they yes. That's the biblical term. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, more modern there, vernacular. There, beat up them guts. Yes, <laughs> there is no mistake that the Japanese developers back in those days did a lot of acid. <laughs> they also. I mean, look at Mario. Yeah. yeah, look at Mario. To be entirely honest, though, I think this this game had a more unified. Uh, design to it than many games of its time. Yeah, sure. I mean, at the very yeah. least, at the very least, you had a dude in a toga with fucking sandals and a bow in Greek environments, right? It, sure. Until you get to the overworld, and it's just kind of this generic overworld with right. clouds and stuff. But then you get to the sky world, and it's very, it's got a very kind of a Greek mythology yeah. kind of feel. Um, but. It, you're right. It's it's like you get to the final level and you collect the three treasures and then you can fly and it all of a sudden turns into R type. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> for no apparent reason. Right. Uh, and the bad parts are type too. You chose the wrong path. You're dead. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. I. It's weird because I, I I have all these negatives about the game, but I don't dislike it. Like I <clears throat> I I think you'd like the Game Boy version a lot more. Yeah, it's more. I polished. would definitely better. I would definitely yeah. like. I would definitely like. A version of the game where I don't fall to my doom every time I fall off of a level that's, when I know there's a fucking platform. That's right the below Game me. Boy version. The, the the overworld area is a lot bigger because you get to scroll up and down the screen as well as left and right. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a better game. There's there's a part of me that that re- remembers playing like Metroid was eighty eight, right? That was that was the first one. The first one eighty nine. 
Oh, I don't. No, Metroid, was, no, Metroid was before this. Yeah, Metroid the first the this? first Metroid was before this, and the reason I know that, and the only reason I know that, is because when I was looking information up on the Wikipedia, the the main designer of Metroid, when Metroid was finished, moved off onto the Kid, Kid Icarus project. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what it said. Um, because See, it's it's like there was, <clears throat> it kind of struck me that that's the case because there are things that they did in Metroid, that right? Sakurai? That they could have done Sakamoto. Sakamoto. Yoshio Sakamoto joined the Kid Icarus team soon after the completion of Metroid. He uh, helped speed up the development and made many decisions that influenced the game design. All of them bad. www.wikipedia.org. This is NPR. <laughs> <clears throat> and today on After the Fact, I'm here with Luke Matthews, <laughs> Mikey Petrello. It's so, 2143. This is the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, they say GMT. Oh, that's right, they do. <laughs> that's right. <clears throat> My name is Ringo, one of the Beatles. GMT. <laughs> I am. I'm. And the, but that's what I'm thinking. Like, like what? I wonder if if an Icar, if a Kid Icarus of Myths and Monsters had not come out on Game Boy, if it had come out on the NES, I wonder if this franchise would have gone somewhere, because it feels like a franchise that has. It has a shitload of potential. Yeah, and it could have been like I can imagine a Super Kid Icarus on the Super Nintendo that would have been pretty fucking spectacular if sure. they had continued through the logical line. Um, I think the thing was that uh, whoever was the designer of Kid Icarus actually went on and made Kirby, and Kirby sort of exploded. Okay, Kirby's okay. I mean, Kirby's good games, but uh, I don't know. It's much it's more a recognizable icon than Kid Icarus. Kirby also gets to fly starting at the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Okay, okay, little Johnny, what do you understand more? The the guy with the, the Greek theme with the wings? <laughs> or a fly, ball. Or the... Mu- <laughs> a ball? <laughs> I was going to say marshmallow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I guess what made it, that for me, is the difficulty. I think the game was... I mean, you look at the... There is nothing about this game, other than the difficulty, that says... This should not be. This should be an iconic game. There's a lot of stuff about this game that should make it a Nintendo icon. Yes. And the problem is, is that if you look at every aspect of this game, versus in that same three year span there in the you know eighty six, eighty seven, eighty eight, there's nothing in there that says this game should not have been awesome. Because if you read the reviews of it from people you know, especially that are going back now, it's love and hate. There are people that absolutely yeah. adore it. There are people that absolutely fucking hate it. There is no middle ground. Or and I, like I think... Myself and Luke. Well, ex- exactly exemplified. And that's the thing is I think that that's, it's, it's difficulty and it's one of the thing. The, uh, the iconic games like Kirby, Mario, blah, 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 all have more than one way to get through it successfully. And the way to beat Kid Icarus is the way Andy plays it. I mean, that's I don't know really that that's, the way to be. I don't know that that's true, though, because I've watched, like, as part of my research for this show, I watched people do speed runs of the game where they beat the entire game front to back in 25 or 30 minutes without fucking... But that's someone who's played the game hundreds of times. Yeah. Are those TS? Okay, no, I understand that, because speed runs are always a matter of, of timing and knowledge. But yes. the fact that it's... The fact that it's possible, like I, f- I'll, I'll bring an example of when we had Jason on the show, Christina's husband, Contra. and he beat Contra, but God. he had to he had to kill shit to do it. He he couldn't just face roll, right? He had to 
it was it was a combination of timed jumps and timed enemy killing. Mm-hmm. Whereas most of the speedruns that I saw of Kid Icarus was not. It was basically timed avoidance and and running as fast as humanly possible and plas- platforming as fast as humanly possible. So a, a more modern iteration of that is I saw a Dark Souls speedrun where the guy beat the game, I think, in an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Jesus. It was f- like he went from the start of the game with a new character and went through the entire game because he knew where enemies were going to be, so he managed to avoid everything that he did not have to kill. Mm-hmm. It is the most phenomenal like speedrun <clears throat> I've ever seen because he, he's cutting so many close calls. Yeah, like, and the fact that he could do a literal well, actually, he well, fucked you, up once and died. Yeah, but uh, whatever. Well, you 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 have the same thing with the Kid Icarus speedruns as far as close calls because there were plenty of times in the ones that I was watching where, um, like in order to make a platform jump, they were jumping when there were the f- the four flying eyeball things on the screen, and they were like ducking in mid air and squeezing between them as they were landing type stuff. So there's a lot of that shit that goes on in speedruns, and I understand that that is a matter of experience. But all I'm trying to say is that um, the speedrun was made possible by avoiding the gameplay rather than engaging in it, right? And Fair that's... Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. I um, Like I said, it's it's weird because I have, I have a lot of things that I feel are negative about the game, but I don't, I don't, I don't dislike it. I probably won't play it again, but I don't, I don't hate it. I'm not frothing at the mouth going, oh, God, this game sucks, I can't believe it. But I think it's got some design flaws. I really, honestly think it has the potential that I, I wish it had followed its natural progression instead of the progression that it did, which is this of Myths and Monsters, which made some improvements, but but frankly was kind of off the radar, and then 20 years of nothing, and then a game now that has absolutely nothing to do with the original property, like, aside from a character, you know, it's, it is... It's, no, it's, I mean, it's true, it's, it's like, but it's, it's a game that, I mean, you know, what is the story of, of, of Kid Icarus? It's like any, to be fair, it's like to be any 80s Nintendo game. You can, it's well, like it's like Transformers right now. Transformers is not yeah. the story of Transformers, the cartoon. It's Michael Bay presents Transformers, a shirtless man venture about guns, titties, and bombs. <laughs> no fatties, no queers. <laughs> I, it's not. It's not story that I'm talking about. It's even. It's even like. <laughs> it's even. It's even mechanically right. Like, you. If you look at the Mario games, they are mechanic. Like, if you play Super Mario Galaxy, you can see how it evolved from Super Mario Brothers. Yes, there is a. There is a. A definitive progression within the same genre. Yes, that is not true of Kid Icarus. Kid Icarus. The the closest comparison that you can make Mm -hmm. is that the last level of Kid Icarus being a flying shooter Mm -hmm. is somewhat analogous to the Space Harrier Sin and Punishment style of game that the new one has become. That's to say it's awesome. I'm I'm not saying it's bad and Mm -hmm. I I haven't played it enough to to make judgment except for the fact that when I did play it I thought the control scheme was awful. But that's, that's not everybody feels that way and uh, I'm not gonna... Like, whatever. I I have inherent problems with anything that tries to emulate dual analog with the touchscreen on a DS anyway, so that's just a personal like, taste thing. You know but, what game, you know what property Nintendo should reuse Ice and Climbers? make their own game? No. The final boss from Super Mario Land. That would be a great game. <laughs> just the Tatanga. boss? Just the T- boss. Tatanga. Yeah. 
That'd be sweet. Isn't that the girl from Boy Meets World? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So we actually got a question for this episode. Uh, Snicker writes in and says, um, remakes are the new it thing. So s- this is this is an interesting way he phrases this. Fantastic. So selecting from your top 10 classics and your bottom 10 classics, pick one each remake to, to remake with modern graphics and why those. Um, assume they would be released on a console that doesn't suck. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, he says uh, top 10 remake would be Adventure from Atari. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> played uh, in in like modern Bethesda style graphics. And then bottom 10 remake, Choaniki. I don't know. How, how is Choaniki <laughs> wow. in your bottom 10? You're collecting is, protein, sir. How is it in your bottom 10? By guzzling his bottom. Cum? Is that how you're collecting protein? <laughs> Holy he, shit. He I is, mean, you take Choaniki in your bottom 10, but <laughs> I don't know how it is. I was going to say, <laughs> Snicker, what is your problem with the gays? <laughs> Why you got to hate on the people that take protein in their bottom two? It's 2012. <laughs> the gays are okay. I I... I've had one in mind for a long time from my top ten that I would love to see, not cool question. Not yeah. done, um, not done like a like a Bionic Commander rearm style remake, but actually like updated. And I know people are going to say, "Oh, it's been done," but it's been done badly. I want a Mega Man game. I want a 3D Mega Man game. All right, designed and built by Insomniac. Um, they are masters of the the shooting platformer with the Ratchet and Clank games. And I think that the Ratchet and Clank engine could be used for an amazing Mega Man game. Yeah. Like if they were to do it and don't do Mega Man X big robot style. Do like fucking Mega Man one little short chibi guy, you know, running around and shooting shit. Instead we'll end up with Tron Bond. Tron Bond's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My bottom 10. And this is, this is just, this is just because I, I want him to remake fucking Urban Champion, man. <laughs> and I, I want Connect Urban Champion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. Eat it more it only counts if someone throws a flower pot at you. <laughs> <laughs> I want more poponess. Yeah, right? Like, so, like, how far back uh, are we allowed to go? Forever. 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 Not, not, Forever. He went Pong. to Atari Adventure. Sorry, how, how, far, how far forward? Uh, I don't... They're not specified. Not specified? Uh, I'm going to say well, I would like to see a modern interpretation, and I'll let the listeners determine which one is which. <laughs> one of the two games is Bushido Blade. Ooh. I'm big fan. Yeah. Yeah. The other Done game, right, I think it could be really cool, I, because the sequel to Bushido Blade was fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, kind of bad. Was this your top ten one? Or he's uh, I'm not, he's I'm letting not, people he's not, determine. He's not, oh, oh, okay, okay. The other one is UN Squadron. Yes! Uh, Let's have modern. sex right now! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, guys. Put your fucking clothes back yeah! on. God damn. <laughs> I got 20 bucks on the table. <laughs> Fuck! Andrew Padel just took his shirt off. It happened. Oh my god. <laughs> Viewers beware. Oh my god. <laughs> what happens on podcast? <laughs> 
<laughs> absolutely correct. That is, that is the answer to oh, that wait. question. Broadcast to the uh, internet. Honestly, though, my, my two choices would be UN Squadron and Bushido Blade, and I'm not going to say which one's which. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, UN Squadron UN Squadron could be kind of cool, and it, it depends on also like which style of shooter like you want to do. Yeah, Or on-rail shooter? No, I think they could Rail. just make a better version. Yeah, of honestly, they could just make a side scroller yeah. and uh, make it awesome. Like Capcom, here, treasure, have this game. Yeah. Treasure, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be an updated version, like uh, Bionic Commander Rearms, and it yeah. would be fucking amazing. Yeah. Or, or what? Oh, what was the shooter that? Um, there's a, a shooter that just actually recently came out that was really, really fucking good, but I can't remember what it's called. Sin and Punishment? No, 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 no. It was a... Uh, anyway, I, I'm not going to dwell on it. So what are yours, James? Uh, I would like to see a, a, a new 2D Ninja Gaiden game. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. And what's your other one? Fascinating. Uh, and and for, for bad games that I'd like to see remade, because I put way too much money in this game in the arcades back when I was a small child. Uh, there's a Konami fighter called Yi-R Kung Fu. Yi-R? <laughs> <laughs> is it like a it's Shakespearean a, a fucking no, it's combat <laughs> game? Oh. Wow. What was the wow. Data East fighting game that they got? Su- uh, D- Fighters History Dynamite. Fighters History Dynamite. <laughs> Karnov's Karnov. Revenge. Yeah. Oh, God. I still can't get over the Yi-R. Why hast thou slain teacher? <laughs> it's... It's Y I E A R. Might be Yair. I don't. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry. I was. I was. Yair is still fine. I was it's funny. When I played it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, right. Yair. You could fight Star, the the chick that threw stars, or Fan, the chick that threw fans, <laughs> or pro wrestler, the chick that throws pro wrestlers. <laughs> Now I'm just coming up with Shakespearean <laughs> versions of games in my head. Tarantello, Tarantello, Peasant Revolt. <laughs> so what about you, Matt? Oh, God. Um, I'm, I've been noodling through my head. I've been trying to find a, a good game that I want to see redone. Noodles. Noodles. Um, I can think of the, ba- the, the, the bad one. Um, I would love to see somebody do a really good Golgo 13. I would Queen love me. to see any like there's a there's a part of me that just was like you know I remember reading the manga of Golgo 13 only, and only if it has the same terrible translation that the anime yes. had <laughs> yes I'm I going mean, to rip out his brains and throw them on the floor <laughs> have you guys seen the new loop in the third yet uh, no. no it's kind of awesome cool I, I, but I, I, all the Golgo 13 games were bad. The manga was awesome. I would love to see them. I, I know. I don't know why, but it, it, it's one of those where I'll go back and read it, and I'll probably think it's shite, but I haven't read it in That's years. That's why you don't go back and read it. Exactly. Um, as far as a good game, God, fuck, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, let's. I'll just throw one out there. Let's see them resurrect Double Dragon and actually do something really cool. I would love neon. Well, hang they on. Are. Okay, here we go. No, no. I have not seen a really good beat 'em up in a decade. What about Castle Crashers? That's it. That's the only one I've seen. <laughs> that's it. No, no. That's it. That's Scott the only Pilgrim one I've seen. The world. I didn't uh, like that didn't one like so it. much. I, loved it. I thought. I it's, thought it was. It was. It just. I don't know. It was just. It was. It was like a couple of shades. 
short of shitty. It was just really, really repetitive to me. It's yeah. a beat em like, up. I know, but but <laughs> it didn't feel as re- like Castle Crashers didn't feel as repetitive. It was, don't get me wrong, but it had more customization and things that you could make do to make it uh, m- more fresh as opposed to Scott Pilgrim, which I thought just kind of like it, it just felt flat. Like so, I, I don't think. Well, I mean, the, thing, like, the only good thing about that game is fucking Anamanaguchi. and the ten thousand billion superpowered guy. Right. Yeah, Pirate but I mean, here's the battle. thing though: <laughs> is, is that you get DK game like that. I mean, if you get a game where it's it's just enough, right? And that's what Double Dragon was to me. It was just enough of just enough, you know, a bobo rape. Yes, <laughs> just enough being sandwiched by the two man mattresses. To, I mean, but at the same point, it is it is. Um, I, I think that one would be a, a fun one to to uh, to see again. It's a good, just old style beat 'em up with updated graphics. Have you played the the Flash game of Bobo's Big Adventure? Oh my god, what? it's phenomenal! It is unreal good. It's like <laughs> really okay. So it's uh, you want to so, explain it? Yeah. So the, so these guys basically. Do you remember the Super Mario remix? The one that did with like Mega Man and the Super Mario yes, levels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's a similar thing. It's, it's just they take a Bobo and put him in different styles of games. <laughs> Like there's a there's a double dragon level. There's a there's a Mike Tyson's punch out level. Are you not are you not gonna tell how the, the game starts? <laughs> yeah. It's it's double dragon, but everyone from like the double dragon, like the girlfriend is a bobo. And yeah. the guys who come out. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, at one point you end up in prison and you go to take a, a shit and get sucked down the toilet into the water world from Super Mario World yep. <laughs> or from Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Wow. Okay. There's a Zelda dungeon. How about you, Microtron? I was just thinking about the fourth level of uh, Double Dragon. That's <laughs> definitely a Bobo Rape level. <laughs> uh, Is it the fourth or the third? I think it might the be. Fourth it, level, I think it's the third one, right? With like the oh, yeah, where they're right in the beginning. There's, there's the yes, like, waterfall. <laughs> yeah, the waterfall in the background. They're like, oh, get in the water. Um, man, this is this one's really hard because my top three. I have my top three in case a girl wants to have sex with me, and it's, <laughs> it's Super Mario Brothers three, uh, Final Fantasy six, and Zelda Link's Awakening. No, 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 no. Zelda Link to the Past. No, it was. It, it, but uh, they, but they, I mean, you got, even, you got the best. And even Zelda uh, was even with uh, Skyward Sword. Wow. Uh, <laughs> no. So, no. Things I'm kind of surprised about. Um, James, you didn't say Earthbound. I mean, Wait, do you want to let I, Mike finish his? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, his yeah, I didn't even first. start, big boy. <laughs> uh, I'll let you know when you. Start. I want a fucking Pokemon MMO. Yes, in 2D style. Oh, yes, God, yes, Nintendo. What the fuck are you doing? I don't, even, I don't even need it in 2D style. I think it would be a fine 3D if if they did it right and get the good graphics. It would be like, free to play. It is the perfect MMO world. Yes, perfect. Absolutely, percent. Whoop. Amazing. Wrap it up. There it is. Hmm. Here's the thing. They could do microtransactions. You want a shiny ponyata and don't want to wait 500 hours? Pay $5. Yep. Absolutely. That could, it would, and, parent, you, and parents everywhere would be opening up their wallets and right? just delivering their money. Can to you the imagine charging, charging like... It wouldn't be as special for all of them, so... Charge a dollar for a super Pokeball so that you can go catch that fucking Mew that you've been chasing after for two years? Yes. How long can we... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
I definitely agree on the UN Squadron one. That one's very good. We can have yes. sex now. Awesome. And uh, as for the bad, it's probably going to be Eight Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Because that game is just so wretched. Have you played the new Castlevania? <laughs> is it Eight Eyes? Yeah. Splatterhouse. Oh, done it. Oh. Uh, I was also going to say fight? Smash TV. Ooh. Oh, yeah. What about Total Carnage? Ooh, Let's not talk about Smash that Smash TV. I, uh, there, so another cool thing about PAX East was they had a fucking awesome classic arcade set up in, nice. in one of the rooms. And, uh, of course, they were playing the cars, like the first thing I went in. This is amazing. They had Smash TV in there. I was like, man, Big this money. Game is, this game prizes. is solid. <laughs> I love it. Go ahead, Andy. <laughs> uh, no, sorry, I didn't realize. I thought you'd, I was tuning you out, to yeah. be totally honest. Premature. Uh, premature. <laughs> so, James, I'm surprised you didn't say Earthbound. I mean, a boy can dream, but I know that's never going to happen. Like a 2D Ninja Gaiden game, game is far more likely to happen than, than Earth the than thing, Mother 4. The one thing that I don't understand about the whole Earthbound thing is that the reason it has never been redone, or not redone, the reason it has been never re, never been re-released is music issues. It's like music licensing because there's fucking Beatles songs in it and there's, there's yeah. shit that they can't, they can't redo. Right. But there's nothing preventing them from redoing the game. Game. Yeah. Which it doesn't make sense with as much fan... You know, I mean, it's the the moment is probably past at this point, and, and maybe but, there just isn't as much fan like the the people that well, want the game I mean. are incredibly vocal. There's about like seven it. guys who are like, well, screaming with megaphones. See, and that's what I mean. Fire drills. That's what I mean. Is I think I think um, I think the same. <laughs> Like maybe five years ago, the same crew that was screaming for a remake of Final Fantasy VII was the same people that wanted a new a new Earthbound, yeah. and that at that point in time, I think it could have been feasible. Like at the launch of this generation, or at um, even in the last generation, it would have been feasible. Now, I think it's it's, it's well past people. It's the same people thing. Why I don't understand like why Square didn't like just pony up some money and have someone tr- bring Psychon Three over and translate it and put it on either the DS or because Square hates money. Yes. Clearly. They're, Clearly. They've, they've proven it, just Have you played Final Fantasy XIV? Wait yeah, a second. <laughs> Square doesn't hate money. How many times have you bought Final Fantasy IV? <laughs> oh, Shut no, up. No, no, no. Wait, wait, hang on. I'm sorry. Six? Seven? Square doesn't hate money. They hate other people's money. Square? The sure. Pro- yeah. I guess so. that's it. I, on that token, though, I guess the, the two that I would like to throw into the pot, because now we're up since we're all cheating. Fuck it. Um... <laughs> I would like to see an actual Final Fantasy VI remake as opposed to what they did, which was, here's the game and a few cutscenes. And we're going to do some CGI cutscenes and back to the original. No, I would like to actually see them do... But here's the kicker, and I want to do the same thing with Chrono Trigger, but I don't want Squeenix to do it. I want them to sell the, that property to BioWare or to Blizzard. And let them do yeah. it. Yeah. Let someone else do yeah, it. Yeah, we had this discussion before. I mean, the 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 concept of of Bioware getting a hold of a square property and then and and doing it in their style, it, it's just phenomenal. The problem is that um, Squeenix will never let it go. Well, they'll never a, let no, it. No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. Even if they did it, it would it would take like fucking twelve years to come out. Yeah. So anyway, oh, I was going to say good question about, though. Uh, square and hating other people's money is how much do you expect to pay for an an iPhone app. $20. No, 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 no. <laughs> How much, no. How much do you expect Andy? to pay for a normal 99 iPhone app? Cents. 99 cents. Um, $3. Gonna, $3. How much are you going to pay $3. for a Square app? $15. $15. Yeah. The only one that I've ever gotten from them for has been port. free. Wow. Yeah, but that's, that's your choice. Like, 
fucking Final Fantasy four the after years? The like if you get that asked stuff, is how much do I expect to pay for a square app? I'm like, I'll get it for free. <laughs> it's, it's square app though. What is it gonna be? Final Fantasy X two Lounge Singer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, those are the free ones. So on the next episode of after the fact podcast, we are going to do Metal Gear, the original, not a solid. We're doing the original NES game, um, Metal Gear, and we've actually got it planned out. We're planning also on doing uh, Fantasy Star Two for episode fifty-seven. Woo-hoo. So two episodes from now. Um, News? Uh, no. Um, Fuck it. So everybody, bid a a fond farewell to uh, Andy, who is finally. No longer a replacement on the show, yay! Because he's he's leaving. Um, yay! Uh, so I'm going to get that disguise platinum trophy, guys. <laughs> we'll see you in three years, champ. Uh, so that leads very well into what I was going to say next, which is check out our other uh, podcast, Trade Secrets. It's our comic book podcast, which Andy is going to be devoting all of his time to for Geekerific.com. Yay! Uh, comic books and shit uh, <laughs> rate us on iTunes uh, give Yay. us a rating and a review <laughs> I will punch you uh, review us on Zune social.zune.net and search for the show and then give us a review um, follow us on Twitter the main show feed is at after the fact pod I am at geek elite Andy's at math catastrophe uh, Mike is at Mr. Atron, M-R-A-T-R-O-N. James is at James F-N-X. Uh, Matthew is at Coin underscore Metropole. We are all on Twitter, varying degrees of actual activity. You might see but, more tweets from me now. Um, but uh, we will uh, we will definitely be on there. We the show feed is mostly for show announcements and information about like what we're what we're doing on the show. Um, you can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash after the fact podcast. That is where Snickers submitted his question for the show so that is proof that if you submit a question we will use it on the show thank you for the question snicker and you can friend us all on xbla psn steam and as i said earlier you can be a part of the show by either posting to twitter or facebook or emailing us at after the fact at this has been episode episode 55 all about kid icarus thank you andy peace thank you james you're welcome thank you matthew fare thee well thank you mike Ah. i am luke and we are out Bye.